0: Welcome to episode 81 and a half of the Set in the Edge podcast. I'm your host, Justice Mosqueda. You can find me on Twitter at J-U-M-O-S-Q. I'm here with my co-host, Charles McDonald. You can find him on Twitter at 4 Forver- Say what's up people, Chuck.
1: What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, we actually did record last week. Like, I swear to God, we did. But I kind of got caught up in a situation where I didn't, I wasn't able to upload it immediately, and then by the time I was able to upload it, my laptop, RIP, like the thing will not stay on for more than 10, 20 seconds at a time. So it got lost in the woods, but I promise you that every single one of our Week 2 picks was correct, uh, yeah, <laughs> and you can't back up on it. So uh, we're going to call this one 81 and a half, since I uh, couldn't get up last week, but this one is going to be good to go now that we're using... Uh, Zencaster. And there probably isn't going to be an intro on this one because all the intros are saved on my old laptop as well. Hooray for technology. Uh Perfect. But we're going to dive right in <laughs> with the, uh, what, week three picks? Yes, sir. And it's definitely week we, three. We, we, yeah, so we are oh, gonna, and two teams. We were eliminated watched.
0: like six teams from the playoffs, so.
1: yeah, Yep. Uh, we just watched Baker coming in and pump life back into the Browns in the second half last night which is pretty awesome to see because we were both pretty big Baker fans uh, back in the draft.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was, we were talking about this this morning, but I don't know, man. A lot of people are, like, anti-momentum and, like, anti-human when it comes to analyzing football. But good golly did the Cleveland Browns look like they were, you know, dead on spirits, like, the first quarter and a half of football. And then Baker came in, and that – it, like, visibly rejuvenized the team.
1: Yeah, it, it Tyrod was just having one of those games where he's he was just super-duper hesitant to pull the trigger on anything. And when he did, and, he missed. Like, that's the thing,
0: too, is, like, there's been at least, like, it probably, like, five plays that have been worth, like, 200 yards that have been open in the first three weeks of the season that Tyrod has just missed. And when you're leaving 200 yards on the field, man, like, with the coach on the hot seat and a number one pick breathing down your neck, like, it just wasn't going to happen, you know?
1: it's time to make yep. some changes. Uh so yeah, I think so for the in the first half Tyrod had 19 passing yards and he had 22 sack yards lost so he had minus 3 passing yards for when he was in the game which is, you know, not good. Not great. And then Big the came and uh, good. ripped it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having negative passing yards is actually bad. Uh so Tyrod on his on his 14 attempts, he had 19 yards, so that's 1.4 yards an attempt, and Baker came in through 23 passes for 201 yards, which is 8 pretty, 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 I mean, like
0: yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. That's like NFL MVP numbers, so.
1: Yeah, like when you're when you're on the – like we, we've talked a lot about how completion percentage is an overrated stat, but when you're pairing – a high completion rate with a high yards per attempt rate, like you're going to be pretty deadly on offense. And and that's what we saw in the second. He
0: round. did well. I'm very happy for him. I'm happy that he's going to be starting the rest of the year. I don't care what Hugh Jackson says in a press conference. Um, glad that Tyrod got out of Buffalo though. Pretty happy about that situation. Cause they're, they're not, Same. they're not going to be winning football games
1: anytime soon. They don't. Yeah. And, and we'll get to them as we dive into the, the, uh, week three picks. So this is a good place to start as any. You want to start with the, uh, the best rivalry in the NFL, the Falcons Saints. Perfect. Um, I'm on bet
0: online right now. And the first thing that pops up is Colts Eagles. And I was about to say, well, I don't know what, game, what game you were going to bring up for the morning slate, but yeah, uh, Saints Atlanta, the Falcons are three point home favorites. It is plus one Oh eight here though. So it looks like they're, you know, this line may end up moving to Saints, uh, Saints by two and a half, um, two and a half underdogs on the road. Um, what do you think about that? Saints a little a little better than the Falcons. That's what this is kind of saying. It's kind of pushing that line that way.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it, yeah, I would agree with that right now. And Tack McKinley was just ruled out for the game uh, with a groin injury that he hurt, and like the, it, it was just a bad luck where he kind of got hurt. I think in with just a, a few minutes left in the fourth quarter of the Panthers game, like after it already pretty much been decided, he got hurt and he's going to miss his game with a groin injury. So that means the Falcons are down three of their best defensive starters for the game against the Saints uh, with Keanu Neal out for the season with uh, ACL injury, Deion Jones out until week eight or week nine because he's on injury reserve. And then now attacking McKinley out with a groin injury. They're, they're pretty banged up on defense. Uh, and I mean, you could just see last week, Duke Riley, like the 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 jump from Duke Riley to or the jump from Deion Jones down to Duke Riley, it's massive. Like they're going from one of the better linebackers in the NFL to someone who still isn't really ready to be on an NFL field. And here comes Alvin Kamara marching into town. I mean, he's looked just as explosive as he did last year. I mean, he kind of he Kamara kind of slowed down towards the end of last year, uh, but he's picked up right where he left off. And you know, have, missing Deion Jones and Kellen Neal is going to hurt a lot, but on the flip side, it's not like the Saints' defense. They they've I mean, been awful. Yeah, they've been awful I mean, this year. I mean, they got so torched far. last. Um, they've been awful. Yeah, they got torched by uh, who they play. With? Oh yeah, like tor- Magic started off with the Saints, and then Tyrod had a good game against them last week. So uh, this is probably going to be another yeah. Your, your and are your
0: guard was a situation that like we talked about it this offseason, where Atlanta was pretty weak at guard. That was probably – that and nose tackle were like their big two injuries when you just looked at like the first line at the depth chart, right? They don't have a lot of depth in the front seven that could withstand injuries, and we, we're seeing that now. But in terms of starters, guard was probably one of their biggest holes, and one of their guys just went out, right? I think it was Levitre. Yeah. Who's like not yeah, great, but he, I'm, I'm you not, can do a lot worse I'm than Levitre really. in today's NFL, right? Who's who's coming in? Is it Ben Garland, the guy
1: who used to be a defensive tackle? Yeah. Okay. No, it's going to be Wes Schweitzer. Yeah, he, he started 16 games last yeah, year. Yeah, you could do worse. I mean, Alex Mack
0: being there and Jake Matthews being there probably helps him out a
1: little bit. Yeah, Matt, Matthews is probably – he's he's playing pretty good ball right now. It's like you're good, you're still good at left tackle, center, and right tackle, but, you know, you just kind of need Wes Schweitzer to hold up his end. I mean, it's not like the Saints have world beaters at defensive tackle. Like, that. that's really where, where Schweitzer struggled last year. Like, Fletcher Cox and Aaron Donald. Fucking destroyed him in the playoffs, but he, he I think he'll be fine versus the Saints. Uh, it, it just kind of matters. Like, yeah, you know, it, it's a dumb cliche, but I think like whoever has the ball last is probably going to end up winning this game just because I don't, I don't really see. Yeah, the total in this game is 53, stop, which stop I control. think
0: is the highest this week. No, I lied to you. Uh, San Francisco, Kansas city's fifty-five and a half, 55 and a half, and then Patriots, and Lions, Steelers, Buccaneers are 53 and a half. So it's on the very high end. Um, of these games, but it's not the highest total because some teams just bomb the fuck out right now. Um, All right, so your opinion on this? If it's three, what are you thinking?
1: I'm going to take the Saints plus three just because I I think that... (laughs) here comes Drew Brees and Kamara and the Falcons. If, if are missing, Taysom like, Hill so scores, scores a touchdown sweet so because they
0: keep running Taysom Hill true. as like the wild so, guy, right? And then it. they split Drew Brees out to Z receiver. And for some reason, people respect Drew Brees as a receiver still. Like I think week one, who the Saints play week one? Tampa? There was an Alvin Kamara inside zone play that he got for a touchdown. And – it's basically three defenders in coverage over top of Michael Thomas and Drew Brees, like, inside the tent. And it's like, why would you why would you ever play three over basically what amounts of Michael Thomas? You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense how teams are lining up to it. So, at some point, Taysom Hill is going to end up pulling one of these things. And I hope – I pray to God it isn't against you.
1: I don't care. Uh, whatever. Uh, I mean, at, at this point, like, I'm just kind of accepting that the bad players that the Falcons have right now are just bad players and bad shit's going to happen to them. So, if Taysom Hill gets to the goal line and you know, he's about to run into Jordan Richards and Duke Riley. I'm going to put my money on Taysom Hill <laughs> getting through the end zone on that play. Uh, I, just, I just hope we get another moment where Matt Ryan <laughs> – you watch the game. Yeah. The, the touchdown that he scored where he ran over Don Terry Poe at the goal line, like I don't know what the hell that was. Like he, he put on like his Cam Newton shirt and like tried to dive over the end zone and get over three Panthers defenders on a scramble. Didn't get it the first time, and then kind of rolled in after he uh, kept, kept his bounce somehow. But a funny thing that I was looking at when uh, after that game, I was like, "Did Matt Ryan like have a decent, you know, day at the for combine?" Quarterback his ten-yard split was actually a one point six seven, which isn't terrible, you know, for a quarterback. Uh, yeah, faster than Jarvis, <laughs> Jarvis Landry. Jarvis, so, Jarvis Landry, so uh, Landry stuff I don't, I don't care I what Fantasy Twitter comment. says. He's 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 says.
0: expensive. To Johnson. Uh, yeah, Alright, next game. Indianapolis Colts at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are six and a half point favorites. Carson Wentz's first game back. Um, Thoughts? There's two quarterbacks basically coming off an injury. Also, Eagles defense. Sneaky bad right now.
1: Yeah, I think the Colts are pretty... Yeah, it is. But the Colts are pretty banged up too. So if you, just, if you just look at who's out for the Colts this week, uh, Danico Autry, defensive tackle, out with an ankle injury. Anthony Costanzo, left tackle, out with a hamstring injury. Jack Doyle, out with a hip injury. Marlon Mack, out with foot and hamstring injuries. Hassan Ridgeway, defensive lineman, good. out with a calf injury. Quincy Wilson in the cornerback. but i don't still not sure if he exists. I don't know if I've seen him play. Uh, out with a concussion. So I, I, the... <laughs> The Colts are pretty banged up too. Uh, even though, you know, Carson was coming off injury, there's probably a little pause for concern there. But I don't know. Even though the Eagles defense has been pretty bad, I just I just think they're still a lot more talented than the Colts are. And you just kinda gotta see is like which Eagles I don't know if this bend don't, ben don't defense, break. You know what I mean? Kind of bend, Like a break, lot of a lot of it. between the I know I know, in, I know but like they, even then, like
0: God damn, a lot of that is just like yeah, fucking fourth just down just and like timing things. You know what just I mean? The like they went for it on the one. <laughs> like that's a very extreme, extreme bending and not breaking, right? And then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. and then the other, one of the other turnovers, the, the turnover from like the five was because time expired and like they needed <laughs> yes. a touchdown instead of a field goal. You know what I mean? So I don't know about bend, don't break. Like plus also like the Eagles. Oh my God, if you want to talk about week one. Um, so yeah. Atlanta turned the ball over three times inside the 15 and missed a PAT. I, uh, I put I put money on Atlanta in that game and I would do it several times over again if given the chance
1: cuz yeah I Yeah, I mean I, I mean it, it was it was kind of the same story as the playoff game where the Falcons could – they could move the ball. But <laughs> it, it very much in. was. And, like, we, we, I we can't – think about it, that like, was this
0: data is useless now because Nick Foles isn't starting is, any games. But I look back game. and Which I looked at, like, the old. AYA of quarterbacks who have won games, who have had as awful of a day at the office as Nick Foles did against Atlanta. And it's basically, like, we have two games a year where someone is as bad as Nick Foles was against Atlanta and won a game. And that's out of, like, 256 or whatever. I can't remember how many games there are in the NFL season, but something like that. So – yeah, I, I don't know if anything about it. the Eagles' first win was sustainable. Very much so, like they, they probably should be zero and two, and like quote unquote like eliminated yeah. eliminated from the playoffs at this point in terms of probability. But I don't know, very odd, very odd situation. But the Colts also suck. So
1: yeah, I I just kind of like the. How dare
0: how yeah, dare you, you talk about Marcus? Hunt. Line.
1: Like I said, like they're out two guys that play a lot of snaps for them on the defensive line, and the Eagles.
0: He's got he's got like f- five tackles for a loss or something already. Okay, I don't man, I don't know
1: what I'll, what you, you Marcus Hunt Marcus did between and I'll take the Eagles off
0: of his it. stint in Cincinnati and his stint in Indianapolis. But he's like a totally different yeah, player. And-
1: Yeah, he looks yeah. like he's had some plays where he looks like prime J.J. Watt, Uh like especially versus Bengals in that Week One game. He was all over six and place. a half, but uh, but I think I think I, the hooks I think matter. I'm just gonna take the Eagles minus six, just because I, I think the talent disparity is just six six and a half, whatever. I'll take the Eagles minus six and a half. Just I think the, the talent the talent disparity just favors the Eagles so heavily, even if their defense has been underperforming, and, and uh you know. I, I, I'll take a hobble Carson Wentz over Nick Foles. Like, y- you can tell me, all right, you got the two great games from Nick Foles in the playoffs. That's fine. He still sucks. Uh, I'll take Carson Wentz. All righty. On next game, Cincinnati over, Bengals at the Carolina. Carolina
0: Panthers. The Panthers are three-point favorites at home. But but the Bengals, it's minus – yeah, the Bengals, it's minus 120. So, it looks like this line might get up to, you know, two and Bengals, a, it might go down Bengals, to two-and-a-half at some Bengals. point. So, I would wait out on that if you're going to try to bet it. But – yeah, you you think the Bengals are just a better team?
1: Yeah, yeah. The Bengal, I, I, yeah. I think this line is kind of underrating the Bengals. Uh, okay. So let us let's, let's. I I wrote about this today. It's going up on Sunday morning. I wrote about Cam Newton still needing to be Superman for the uh, for the Panthers. Like their offensive line is extremely bad. Bang- oh, he's no and good. They have some somebody named. Greg Van Roten starting for them at left guard. They signed Chris Clark uh, four days before the Atlanta game. No, he's terrible. He's They signed Chris Clark four days before the Atlanta game, and he ended up starting and playing every snap for them at left tackle. They're going to get Troy Turner back at right guard, and Moten is a good uh right tackle. But, like, from center, left guard, left tackle – They're They're playing all those guys, too. Like, you got to remember, like, how many
0: guys do they? So they have, they they released uh, and then re-signed Michael Johnson, and he's basically like the fifth end in that rotation now. But they have like three top 100 picks, or I guess Lawson was like a fourth round pick, um, but three top 100-ish picks basically coming off the bench just consistently being fresh.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a lot to handle. And I mean, when you have a, a guy like Geno Atkins who is one of the elite defensive tackles in the league kind of crushing things in the middle, it just makes everything so much easier. It's like when you have a, I mean, you can win games just having a strong defensive line and a strong secondary, which, which the Bengals would do. And yeah. now you have, you know, and they fixed some <laughs> of their offensive line problems uh, from a year ago. Like that Cordy Glenn trade has been absolutely huge for them. Buffalo could use a guy like Cordy Glenn right now, but, uh, they they decided to mortgage they decided to swap first round picks with the Bengals to get up into the Josh Allen race which is hey you know your prerogative i guess as the bills but you could definitely use a stud left tackle right now so uh i just think the Bengals overall are a much better team and you know the Bengals they just, or the the Panthers they just got carved up by the Falcons last week and I don't think that the Bengals supporting cast is uh, don't don't say much.
0: don't say John Ross. He's he's, he's on, on my like fantasy dream. team in the, uh, the world's, world's worst the world's worst fantasy league. Tyler and he he's and caught he's like, two like two one guys. pass all year, so. He's,
1: he's alive. Okay, fine. I'll I'll exclude John Ross then. But still, you know, it's a comparable supporting cast to what the Falcons just put up last week and they scored 31. So uh, the the Panthers being favored by three, it just kind of feels like the Bengals are being underrated right now. and I, I think they're going to Yeah, win. I will I would, say I would just, uh, another thing to watch out for, Bengals the, off of extended rest. Spread, I don't know how much Marvin Davis Lewis <laughs> is
0: inside. like, you know, giving Marvin Lewis time. I don't know if he's really going to come up with any sort of level of innovation there, but, you know, it's worth noting at least. Um, next game, the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. It sounds like Glenn Gabbard is still going to start. Um Jaguars minus nine, minus nine. At home, yeah.
1: At home, oh, I feel like I, I don't. I don't know. That's a lot of points, man.
0: Guess 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 what the total is it's for, like for a this nice game.
1: day away game. But Blaine Gabbert versus the Jags defense. Come on, man. They're like they're, they. <laughs>
0: It's 39.
1: 39. Uh, so that means they're
0: guessing the Titans it's, score like 15. It's like 15, by nine. It's like I'm 15 to 41? 24. I can do math. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know what to do with this because – You know, it's not going to be as easy as it was for their defense last week, at least to get sacks, where, you know, you're playing against the Texans. I'm talking about the Titans now. Like, the Titans played against the Texans last week, and the Texans have probably the worst offensive line in the league right now. And Watson was still (laughs) able to have a pretty good day against them. So, with the way – oh, God, this sounds stupid. But, I mean, with the way Bortles is playing, it it wouldn't be – Outlandish. It wouldn't be like outlandish for the. Yeah, for the I, really to, them, I really wanted to just run over them. I really wanted to pick points, against the Jaguars. That's pretty hefty. You know, after you
0: know. beating New England, but it's fucking Blaine Gabbard, dude. I can't, I can't do that. I just would not touch this at all. If if the Jaguars end up steamrolling the Titans, I would just like keep an eye on whatever the future is. Cause like that, I, I don't think Bortles can keep that act up, you know, for three weeks in a row or whatever it would be. Right. I just don't think that this is the spot. This is the spot to like take advantage of it. I I really don't want to be in a position where I'm putting money on Blaine Gabbert. I'm yeah. beyond that. I'm Random better than stat.
1: that. Yeah. Random stat, uh, for Blaine Gabbert this year, he has two games, obviously, because he played twice this year, back to back. He has thrown. 117 yards in both games, when and that will expire as as in in like three times. days. That's kind of neat, Blaine Gabbert trivia, if you care about that. But the the guy, like, he's just he's just. All oh, right. I mean, who knows? Like Blaine Gabbert, he could throw for 117 yards versus Jaguars. I don't think I don't think anybody would blink an eye. It might take him more than 20 attempts to get there, but uh, I I think this is just a stay away game because the line is so high and. Like you don't want to put money on Blaine Gabbert to cover any spread, but you also don't want to put Blake, money on Blake Gabbert right. to cover any spread. Uh, Denver Broncos at new Baltimore South Ravens. The Ravens North
0: North. are five point so favorites at the home. They're coming off of extended rest. This is Denver's first road game because the NFL allows them to play back to back home games literally every the start to the last three seasons, and they're twenty one and one at home in the first two weeks of the year in that new stadium. So. My goodness, I don't know. We got to have a discourse about that. Like, well, Denver might have like superpowers at the beginning of the season in Denver because of the elevation, but like should we really be allowing them to have start the year every year with back-to-back home games? I don't know. I don't I don't Just
1: know, and gassed. it's crazy because last week uh after the game Did you see that clip of Bruce Irvin and like the entire Raiders defensive line just not rushing the pass at the end of the game? And people were like, oh, yeah, people were like, oh, you know, they just don't care. They're not trying. There's no effort, no heart. I mean, dude, they're still trying to play themselves in the shape, and now they have to go up to a place where the air is thinner than usual. I, I will they're say too, though, like exhausted. Denver's look like shit up until the fourth quarter the in both way. of their
0: games Probably that they've played. The um, and they then they the fourth quarter is really where they separate themselves. I really do think that, like, like you can look I'm, at Denver and be like, the the they're 2-0, Case Keenum leads the league in interceptions, and they're really only pulling away in the fourth quarter. Point to their 21-1 record in the first two weeks of the year, you know, in Denver at that elevation in that stadium and say, you know, that 2-0 and record is a mirage. Right. Like this is not a legit Denver defense. And this is a t- our Denver team, not just defense. Um, this is the same thing that happened last year. They started off 2-0 and and then they ended up going 3-11, and I want to say, to finish the season. Like just take anything that happens in Denver early in the season with a grain of salt. It's all a mirage.
1: Yeah. Uh, And, you know, the the fourth quarter, you know, this is some dumb, that's some dumb, like, football coach cliche shit. But the fourth quarter is kind of where you see, like, what shape your guys are in. And when you're playing on the road, 21 and 1, I think they've played 60 games since the merger, first
0: two weeks of the year in Denver. And they've lost eight.
1: So they're basically playing Denver at
0: home early in the season is the equivalent of playing Nick Saban's Alabama team. Like, the same same type of win percentage. It's just, it's a cheat code. And it's not Denver's fault, like, they didn't pick the fucking elevation, right? Um, but I do think that it's odd that the has allowed them to, yeah, it's, uh, it's on the NFL just, that they've allowed hard. Denver to open up the season, you know, back-to-back home games for the last three years. Because those are things that, like, you request, and it's not, it's like, NFL. this isn't happening with any other team. I don't think any other team has opened back-to-back home games at all um, when I was doing the, the research for it when I was writing that piece. Um, so it's, it seems like something Denver is clearly requesting. You just got to keep in mind, like anything that happens in Denver early in the year is fake. Um, I kind of lean Baltimore here, even though that Cincinnati game didn't look good. If you look at the stats, like Baltimore on offense and on defense are doing pretty well. I trust John Harbaugh as a head coach with extended time. Right. Um, so just in general, I kind of think what's up minus five Baltimore.
1: What's, what's, what's the spread on this game? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll take that. Just because so I think they're a better team. And, like, if there's any week... It, 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 okay, it's not the case Keenum has been playing lights out. He threw three interceptions the first week, and he threw one last week. So, <laughs> he's he's probably going to throw a couple versus Baltimore. Uh, And, yeah, I like the Ravens to cover that spread, too. Let's just pray that the Ravens don't get Lamar killed before he's actually able to play because some of these, <laughs> like, trick plays that they're running are just getting blown yeah. up so fast. And you're handicapping yourself when you have Lamar on the field and Joe Flacco. That's, that's what like, I really don't, don't understand because it's not like you're
0: hiding. So, just, so like, the thing about the Wildcat, it's right, is, like, you actually like have I, a I running back
1: in that quarterback, Flacco has right? So, the like, the field
0: personnel field package looks normal. But, like, when Taysom Hill or Lamar Jackson are in the game, Every defensive coordinator is like, yeah, that's a second green dot on the field. You know what I mean? You're you're not like it's you know it's gonna be jet motion, right? When Lamar's in on you know in these packages with Flacco in it. like every single time. This is very seems very silly. We should mm-hmm. stop talking about this game. Um next game, New York Giants, Houston Texans. I'm gonna put one minute on my little timer on my phone, because both of these teams are 0 and two and do not matter. Uh the Texans are six point favorites at home what can we even say here other than yeah. if you uh, want to watch baseball awful baseball. offensive line play this is you know coaching tape yeah
1: yep this is for you uh yeah both these offensive lines suck uh i think Deshaun Watson hasn't been nearly as bad as people are making it out to seem i mean last week he Last week, he had a good game. Uh, people are just dragging on him because they lost at Titans, but whatever. like That's a team that had a top five pick last year and didn't get to use it. So I'm not really surprised Yep, why yep. I agree. We right. got 10 time. seconds to spare. We're good. Um, next game and Oakland Raiders uh, at Miami Dolphins. The, the Dolphins and, uh, are three point like favorites at home,
0: minus 125, 125. So they're dissuading people from taking Miami uh, minus three. Uh, so, like, Denver's a weirdo in two team or two and o team. Miami's in that boat too because Miami's defense. You look at the numbers, sneaky good on defense. But I I don't trust Ryan Tannehill, and I'm never going to, and I'm not going to apologize for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I think, I think not with Tannehill, but I agree with you on the the Dolphins defense being sneaky good. I mean, their secondary is playing lights out right now. So they've, they've, uh, they've got five interceptions. They've allowed just one, uh, one touchdown. So that Minka Fitzpatrick pick already looking like it's paying off. Well, Uh, Rashad Jones playing out of his mind. Like they definitely have a legit secondary and you know, I, I guess it's, it's kind of. Do you think Carr is good enough to beat them with the way that? Well, the Raiders' playing?
0: offense is not uh, bad. too. three like, Let's Denver, be very like clear. Carr has not been inclined, putting up good numbers, even though he was uh, completing some crazy amount of passes it. against Denver. The weird because, thing about Denver, you know, too. All right, so let's talk. about I nerdy shit. Sure back to this fucking game.
1: Raiders' defense is still not. Denver was playing like, off down.
0: coverage for like uh, three full quarters. Yeah. Did you see the game at all? They were just, like, letting them, like, free release everything. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen where they were just like, yeah, we'll let, we'll let Carr take all these short little passes. Basically, the entire game, and that's how Carr ended up going nine or 18 for 20 or whatever it was. And then by the time the fourth I, I quarter came like around, they were stuff. like, it was weird because it almost looked like they were, like, letting them get gassed. And then fourth quarter came in and they were like, clamp down, clamp down, clamp down. And they ended up pulling out. It was pretty weird.
1: Yeah, it, it's almost it's interesting. Like to just watch like the evolution of that Broncos defense. Just when you look at, it, it's it's not as interesting as the Seahawks, I guess. But it's kind of like the same boat. Where yeah. just three years ago we're talking about these teams. Well, they've been they've been hemorrhaging talent
0: for three years. You know what I mean on the defensive side. Now. So.
1: Uh, that stuff like, catches up to you at some really point. Um, really you want to hear some goofy stuff year, about Miami's, uh, they, it's like they uh, like don't really probabilities, I guess. So I'm on 538 to. right Bobby now. Awesome Miami
0: obviously. has a 29 percent right. chance to win but the division it, according to 538. Like that is higher than the Pittsburgh Steelers,
1: but,
0: yeah. The LA Chargers, the Green Bay Packers, the New Orleans Saints. Um, they also have a 15 percent chance to have a first round bye yeah. according to 538. Um, I will if you present me with any sort of odds where I could fade this, yeah, I will I will do it instantly. I don't I do not think Miami is that good, um, but they have shown out against a very bad Tennessee Titans team and their defensive backs, you know, have looked really good. So I don't know. Worth noting to keep an eye on them, but I'm I'm not buying the hype even if they're two and zero.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I. Yeah, and like, we'll see how real this team is. uh, Because once you get past the Raiders game, they go to New England, they go to Cincinnati, and then Khalil Mack and the Bears come to town after that. So. You know, maybe this week they'll still 3-0. Perfect. All right. Uh, Next game, Green Bay
0: Packers on the road, minus three against the Washington Redskins. Redskins Um, Redskins are kind of in the same boat as Miami, where, like, you look at the numbers, sneaky good defense so far. And, like, part of that is that the fact that they played in Arizona. But still. in favor of that secondary
1: over Derek Carr right now.
0: Did you black out? Green Bay Packers at Washington Redskins. Packers three point road
1: favorites. Uh, wait, what team did you say? Oh, what was this game? <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard the I heard, I heard the Packers, and then I forgot who they were playing. Real quick, uh. I don't I don't know. I I've watched the I've watched Washington. This Chris year, Thompson got like thirteen it's, receptions it's or something, which, which is just the first game. That's amazing. They, they looked like Alex Smith looked like the the 2017 Alex Smith. And then in the game against the Colts he looked like the the you know, the crappy Alex Smith Captain Checkdown. If you just look <laughs> Yeah so if, so if you look at just the, the reception distribution for for <laughs> for the uh, for Washington against the Colts last week. Chris Thompson had 13 catches for 92 yards. Jordan Reed had six catches for 55 yards. And Vernon Davis had one catch for uh, seven yards. So, what is it, 19, uh, 20 of your 33 receptions are going to backs? Oh, and Agent Peterson had uh, three catches for 30 yards. So, 23 of your 33 receptions are going to back some tight ends like that's peak alex smith shit right there uh and he he averaged 6.3 yards in attempts no touchdowns no interceptions it just kind of felt like we were watching the old alex smith instead of the guy who was hitting deep bombs last year and right now i just don't really know like which alex smith you're gonna get and it's not like that it's not like the washington second is washington yeah second i don't know good, like Andrew luck's stats against washington and were very twice, good i think if you got really you know, know average offensive play out of redskins last week they probably beat the colts in the red zone so games. i don't really know but like kid, Wilson, there's some
0: definitely some, some weird stuff so, yeah, going on where like josh doxson has in, like as a, i think he's second in the league in like wide receiver snaps or something like that but he has like 30 yards basically and it's like something's just not adding up here like this guy should be producing and i don't think it's a surprised that washington is working out all these wide receivers and stuff I, I think it's pretty obviously an issue that they're seeing early on in the season we want to correct it but i don't know they're three-point home they're three-point home dogs yeah at the end of the day and green bay like rogers is very obviously banged up i don't know how long that can realistically last right like they tied but they tied because a kicker missed three field goals and now he's probably not going to get work ever again right so I don't know. Yeah, I mean that, that that this is this is a weird line that I could see, you know, the Packers maybe being over here. Yeah I-
1: Yeah, that that's true, and the Josh Doxon thing is interesting, just because that kind of follows the trend of if you're a rookie receiver and you don't do anything your first year, you're likely not going to be anything. It's the same thing like with that. Treadwell. Treadwell so made one catch and it's like Jackson's the highlight. Year. Everyone even points with it. Injuries, with like, no matter what, it's just. It, I think that it's was against kind the Packers. Goddamn. Yeah, Doxon, yeah, Doxon so might have Doxon might get one against the Packers. That's just got to happen. Two receptions for, sure. for sixty-six yards, and one of them was a fifty-seven-yard catch where I think he dug like one hand and caught it. So you know, it's not like he did anything outrageous with the community. Yeah, uh, like John. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I just like, I, I just, I kind of like the the Packers to cover the spread on the road, even though.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Next game, though, you know, we got two more morning up, games: Buffalo Bills mean. at the Minnesota they're Vikings. Right. The Vikings uh, are okay. sixteen I, I, and I a half. Just, I like point
1: I the point home favorites against the Buffalo right Bills, now. who last year and, were a playoff team. Smith plays like he does and Rossi it's only week easy. three. Yeah, they're just not going to keep up.
0: It, it's just amazing how fast, like Vegas, has just come around to being like, yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo is not good at all.
1: Yeah. I mean they're <laughs> they're terrible though. <laughs> and we 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 knew Buffalo was going to be terrible like within the first quarter of their season. Uh just cuz like I I personally think if you if you go back and like just watch the all 22 Brian Dabble, he's doing some nice things like where he's getting guys open, but it just doesn't matter at all because you can't block, you can't catch, and you can't throw. So, what's, what's like you could have Kyle Shanahan out there and or Sean McVay, and they're gonna have an awful offense just because the talent level is so poor there. Uh, it, it makes sense that there's 16 and a half point underdogs, and I'd be inclined to take the Vikings, even though uh, Everson Griffin's gonna be out for this game. They're just—it's just, just kind of hard to put into words like how talent depleted this Bills roster is. Like they got actively much, much worse in the off season, even though they knew they were going to add a rookie quarterback in the top ten of the draft. It's just kind of baffling to see. You know, you look at what the you look at what the Chiefs did, or you look at what the Browns have done with Baker Mayfield, where you kind of get something established <laughs> um, before you bring um, that in. Or my my only prediction for this game is that the by the end board, year, of the like, week, someone's the gonna some bookmaker is gonna, gonna tweet out that there is a bigger they difference in win probability the between the
0: Buffalo Bills and Minnesota Vikings than, than a hypothetical right, game between the, the Buffalo Bills and Alabama Crimson Tide. Like we're finally there. We're finally there where it's not an NFL team is favored over or a college team is favored over an NFL team, but there is a bigger difference between the top and the bottom of the NFL and the top of college football and the bottom of the NFL. we finally done it, and his name is Josh Allen. We've made it, and I've seen him play play against Iowa, so you can't tell me what he can do against yeah. the Alabama defense, period. I've seen it against Iowa. I've seen it against Hawaii. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we seen it.
0: that's a fucking college team boy. State.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no way, there's no way he could play against Alabama. And I mean, it, it's funny. Like, <laughs> I'm taking you know, so you're we, taking we hurts, hurts or Josh Allen And we've talked about this in the past on this podcast. At least look here. Here's the thing. Oh, at know, least at least hurts no knows how to make read option plays go. Team, like you know, Allen is actively the choosing the wrong reads on read option plays and just eating face masks. Like it, which it, is like it's, that stuff you it's saw in high school. High school. In I mean, like who a are you day? taking right now? You taking two or Josh Allen? Uh I mean that's a that's a tough one. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, he's he's the king of like the. I'm gonna pivot and. Right. Get myself it, it, it's, like it's ten yards of room away from the line of scrimmage, man. and you're like, and, "Wait,
1: and why?" And has like this really weird, bizarre tendency where we were just talking about it. Before so Brian, we came Kel- on. Like Kelvin Benjamin cool isn't going to pop up fifty yards downfield, wide open. And like that's not what this offense is about. To Twenty be. yards behind the line of scrimmage, like it's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It works for for Russell Wilson. It's, yeah. Um, I will say, so the the, uh, money line here, Buffalo is plus 900 to win this game. Um, The 0-2 New York Giants, who have shown
1: no signs of life so far in the the NFL, right? Through two weeks of the season,
0: are plus 800 to win the NFC East. And this is when we know that 0-2 teams miss the playoffs like 95% of the time. So there's a better chance of the Giants winning the East, winning a division than the Bills winning this game, which is just we did it. We finally done it. We found we found the absolute bottom of what an NFL roster can look like. Um I haven't yeah. I know it was uh, in the, you- it was it was the negatives in week 1 and then Buffalo scored like three touchdowns against the Chargers quietly. Um so I don't know. I would assume it's like around one or two. There Have you, go. you
1: looked at the Bills adjusting their yards per attempt? Like where is it, where it is right now? Do you, you know the number up the top of your head? Yeah. So uh, they're still dead last. Yeah, they're at oh, 1.5. That's super bad. So <laughs> <laughs> right now they're getting one. 1- 1.5 yards that that's uh, that's worse than like what like that Mac he had teams had to, like, like when like Akron is like lost. oh fuck we the do not have a quarterback this year and it's like per move percent, a receiver
0: over he yeah. played quarterback in Passing high school even though he's like 58 like, like that's no, the type of numbers that I
1: bad it's just it's it's historically bad because if you even if you look at what what Kaiser did last year with the Browns right Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the, right last year, the Browns they had an adjusting yards per attempt of three point six, which is more than double where the Bills are right now. And we saw how terrible the the Browns' offense was last year. And uh, I mean, it's just funny because the first thing that John, one of the first things that John Dorsey does when he gets that job, is like, "Ooh, we got to get Kaiser out of here," uh, and like if, All right, if perfect. Uh, last one o'clock game. game East Coast 10, time, not West Coast time. Right now, we uh, San Francisco 49ers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Right the Kansas City Chiefs are really six really and a half point half favorites game. against like, the Niners. You
0: know, um, feeling pretty bad about my San Francisco see, 49ers you know, win projection at this point.
1: We've talked about the bill. Jimmy G is just not putting it together. I mean, they're leaving some plays on field. I'm going to take the Vikings minus 16.
0: I don't know. What do we think about this game? The over under is 55 and which is goddamn, man. Yeah, mind you, their defense, their defense got lit up by Chase Daniel in the preseason, and that's not even including them getting lit up, you know, in the regular season. We have, we have not seen this defense not just combust into flames, basically, like this whole summer shit and shit. early fall.
1: Take the over. I mean, Jimmy G struggled, but if there's any team that have a get right game against, it's the Chiefs. I mean, this team, this. this Yeah, like as bad as, I mean, as good as the Chiefs' offense is, the defense is just as bad. Like, so if if you look back at that Chargers game from Week One, we we talked about it last week on the pod that didn't get put up. But Phillip Rivers he could have thrown for six hundred yards last week. If the if the Steelers can hit their field goals and uh, their extra points, like they have a chance to tie <laughs> that game at forty two at the end, of, like. Tie the game at forty two at the end if they like if they had a chance to put a, a four point if they had a chance for a two point conversion in uh, at the end of the game so this is just like a defense that is comically comically bad right now uh, so the over like if you if you bet the over in literally every single Chiefs game this year I wouldn't be mad at it six and a half uh, and I I think this is probably going to be another like extreme shootout for the Chiefs where. You know where you might need to score thirty-eight or. Plus this is this is a big to, this is a big college football thing, but winning, the thing is always really, like take, it's, it's take the points in the shootout, take the dog in, in the shootout. It hasn't failed them. I yet, know that
0: so. that's like a big like there's anyone there's who going. bets like air raid of offenses again? basically is just like yep, just bet on the dog every time. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna take this crazy shit happens and all of this is random. I don't
1: I don't think that you can be favored that much when you have a defense that bad. Like I feel like I haven't really looked at the the.
0: Um, speaking of the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, uh they're, so they're gonna have the to blow up that defense next and year. And the way that, that they're game, gonna have to blow it up at the end of the is day by like, the way Mahomes is by releasing Justin
0: Houston. Because he's just making entirely too much win, money for him to be dropping back in a coverage uh, that often. I would
1: just take the over. And, and that is gonna be such a the, fucking uh, stupid decision. I don't know. That's
0: how that's how we get to be one of the worst
1: defenses in in the game. So uh Yeah. Yeah, if you if you just look at yeah. uh, the expected points on they're not good oh, yeah that's what i'm saying so that's what i was right saying now, about when you were talking about the saints defense like ah, oh,
0: they're like not doing great back. no they're doing fucking awful. like they're looking they're like the 2016 five, team wasn't it which is, which is when the saints and the raiders state, were like the worst the team
1: that has minus 40 um secondaries in the saints. league
0: yeah they're just, that just kind of they're, in the neither of the, these teams are you know, looking well at all i think these two teams at least in terms of passing defenses are by far the worst in
1: league so far All
0: righty, we get the afternoon games finally. The Los Angeles Chargers against the Los Angeles Rams. Um, They don't really have a name for this rivalry at all, huh? It's not even a rivalry. No one cares about this. No one cares about the Chargers.
1: Yep, and the numbers backed it up. So, uh, like I said, 49ers plus six and a half and take the over. (laughs) This is... This is a, it's not a rivalry. I mean, I I honestly didn't know. Uh, Rams minus seven. That, when I was watching the teaser teams, special, the Chargers game was a won, teaser I special. had no idea it was the home game for the Chargers. I thought they were playing you the, Rams, the, the, the Rams. The Rams are the best games. team in the NFL. They, they were first and foremost. No and, and, and if, if you, you, you tease this, you can get it down. I'll just say that I can't give out picks. I'll say that sixteen away games and it's it's hilarious to see like that's some peak Charger shit. What's the spread on this game? Seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're going to tease this one or I'm going to tease this one. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just about to say, so we'll tease this. I mean, not we, I will tease this, uh, down to Rams minus one with the Patriots game that we're going to talk about in a bit, but like that pass defense is just smothering people right now. So if, if you just look at, like we just, I was just talking about expected points added for pass defenses, the Rams, I mean, the, yeah, the Rams are in first uh, and the Dolphins are in second right now. So, you know, it, it, it's pretty crazy what the what Taleb and Pierce have been doing so far. I mean, I know that they've played the Cardinals, which is a little inflating, but they did legit, they, I mean, they did just completely smother that passing attack. And so far for the year, the Rams they've they've given up twelve catches for ninety-eight yards to opposing teams wide receivers, which is pretty crazy. And they're first in adjusting that yards per attempt value, uh and adjusting that yards per attempt with two point nine. And they've only sacked the quarterback twice this year. Yep. So I mean I really, I really don't have anything else to say other than that. I mean this game sacks and you only if it's have a tease yourself. It That's, might interest it you, but so seven, seven points is a the lot. The Rams are so, good.
0: The uh, Chargers, like
1: if i be comfortable, while they have looked competent and them, haven't done
0: #Chargers shit, like you could you could see it bubbling at points, right? Or they're, they're dropping two hundred yards worth of passes against the Chiefs yeah. and stuff of that nature. So, and they they quietly right, like they let Buffalo score twenty-one. Like Buffalo is not Arizona right now, where Arizona's crossed the fifty like once and they haven't scored a touchdown yet. So. It's not like the Chargers totally and completely shut down the Bills last week, even though we don't think that they're any good. All righty. Um, the next game, we're not going to go straight. Yeah, the Pats is the Sunday night game, so we're not going to go to that one yet. Um, Chicago yeah, Bears at I mean, Arizona told, Cardinals. Kind of the Bears be are five-point five road like, favorites, which is just I, I, this, amazing. This, this the Bears probably shouldn't be already road already favorites already against, like, 30, against 30 against teams in the NFL, but they're five-point road right, favorites yeah, against Arizona Cardinals, one which one just goes, goes to show you how awful this Cardinals team has been.
1: Yeah, the Cardinals, they've been outscored 58-6 to 6 so far this year. Uh, that's really bad. Sam Bradford threw for 90 yards last week. Yeah, I don't even attempts, want to talk about this game. let's move down on. That, skedaddle right past it. Uh, past uh, past it. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys really plus one and a half on the it. road against the Seattle and Seahawks, who are uh, all in two. Seahawks basically, Bears, you know, out of out of play, out if, of realistic you know, playoff contention at this point. But
0: I think they opened up back to back on the road too, so this might kind of be a little spot for them.
1: I'm just gonna take the Bears. Yeah, not
0: good. There there was there was there was someone who when I tweeted out like sending questions someone said like which record is less indicative of their true talent Miami 2 and 0 or Seattle 0 and 2 and I was like I don't think Miami's good but I know Seattle's bad you know
1: Yeah how, how do we feel about the Seahawks so far I mean they're they're bad yeah they're, they're pretty bad this year Yeah. Uh, the weird thing, they, how much of that they, Dallas they, game did they, you, you watch you kind of see last week? Where they've lost a lot of talent on that defense over the past yeah. few years. And even though Trubisky okay. didn't have a so first, game, the game. So the first drive, the ball, Dak is uh, just, on fire. And, and RPOs, just on, fire. Uh, on fire. and they're running
0: RPOs. They're doing all sorts of like jet so, motion shit, right? I, like, you know, like, oh, though though my God.
1: Seahawks Dallas really installed an entire new offense in a week. And then they went off the script. And it looked like the whole Cowboys.
0: So I wonder if this is more like. So, so Russell Wilson historically has been a that, second a half
1: Cowboys quarterback, game?
0: right? Like his
1: his I the entire
0: thing. efficiency numbers skyrocket in the second half. A lot of that goes comes down to like people point at Pete Carroll and say he makes good halftime adjustments. This might be a game where you might want to take Dallas, you know, first half because you know that they're going to be running their script and it looks like they they understand now what they need to do. It's just when they run out of plays that they get in trouble, right? And then take Seattle in the second half rather than bet the one and a half or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, I mean that could be a good strategy too. I, it's just interesting to me. The, the 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 big thing to me is
0: smart. You, you, I'll be watching Red Hill,
1: Cowboys so. and your my, my guys, favorite team. These teams just don't uh, Sunday Night Football. The New England Patriots, game. off a loss, and,
0: are six and a half point uh, road I, I favorites against Seattle, the Miami Detroit Miami Lions. Um, at home. mind you, the same Detroit um, Lions who got four, I, four I interceptions great, in Week I, One because they couldn't change. I Basically, hand signals on the offensive, offensive side of the ball. The um, do you do you know what Bill? Do you know what Bill Belichick was once in trouble for? Yep. Same. Filming hand signals and using them in games against familiar opponents. And uh, Detroit Lions head coach Matt Patricia was his DC for like what, like a decade or something. So, uh, recipe for disaster here, I think. Like this is very much a get right spot for the Patriots. Yeah,
1: the, the Jeffs just carved them up.
0: Uh. Yep. Yep. He says that. He says that with confidence, like we haven't just seen two ties
1: in the NFL in the Uh, first two weeks of the year. Yeah, I, I I think like this is the, uh, game, the I, game, hey, buddy, game. I agree. I saw what the anyway, Jets did. So I've you, seen what the Jets have done the last two weeks. I understand yeah, what, I was, how bad the Lions are. Uh, I will not be tricked. And I think that should be future Hall Fame quarterback I, point, Matthew that, Stafford. That makes it a pick'em. So uh, <laughs> definitely do that if you can. Okay. Yeah, but the Lions. they yeah. And, it's like forty-four <laughs> and six. And, not know, after I a think, buy, after
0: a loss. Um, yeah, yeah, they're they're absolutely ridiculous in like a get right spot type situation. The lines are awful against good teams. It just, uh, everything yeah. is just working I, against the Lions. here. If Brian Hoyer were starting this game, would you still have games. the
1: Patriots as a favorite? Here comes a five hundred team with Tom Brady uh, on the road and yeah. Bill Belichick, they And the Patriots and haven't even looked. I just
0: have confidence in like the brands.
1: After a loss, I mean,
0: yeah, I. Uh, Do you remember when we, in 2017, when we said they had the worst offseason in football and people got very mad because they pointed out, we drafted a linebacker and a cornerback who runs a 4-7 and a tight end who runs a 4-9? And Josh Josh, Josh Sitton, who, or not Josh Sitton, TJ Lang, who I think busted his foot twice and is now out for the season in uh, this season too. (laughs) Like busted his foot (laughs) twice, signed a contract in Detroit and and is now not on the field. Surprise. Funny how that works out like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I mean, <laughs> Tom really Brady to can here. break the huddle and be like, uh, you Josh got a nine Gordon's on this one. You he have a post. Be it's just nine
0: and post. That's all you got to do all some, game. Just keep the defense on it. So
1: stuff was happening in Cleveland, even though now that Baker's in that they, they look a little, a little better, but still it's the Browns versus the Patriots. So Josh Gordon, even if he doesn't know the full playbook, like you can just throw him, uh, some screens, some slants, to go around a corner, like, and, and he'll be fine. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty
0: high probability tease. I really don't like teases. Um, yeah, as, last as week,
1: can tell him, what I do, won by the skin of my teeth fine, with the Chargers and the, impact, the Saints. And obviously, I really don't like teases, but I do like, agree on uh, the, the Rams. Patriots won. They're both in pretty good spots. Defense, you know, Lions, so. I, I think teases I think you're you're in a pretty good spot when you can get over
0: six and three on both sides of tease So.
1: And I that think that was pretty smart like pick. Pretty, um,
0: last game of play. the week, Monday night football, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers two and zero. Tampa Bay Buccaneers host the 0 one and one Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Steelers are only one and a half point road favorites, which is like a four point difference from what it opened as. You know, when the look at headlines came out in April or whatever. Oh, uh one and a half point dogs, Buccaneers at home. Uh you shouldn't. I forgot what the numbers are. I'll look it up right now, but basically, Roethlisberger on the road is basically what Rivers is against the division, where he's basically um
1: uh you went out like his seven touchdowns match his interceptions. Six, 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 six. essentially,
0: right? And then when he's out of the split, he's an MVP candidate. So when he's at uh, home, he's basically, you know, Brian Hoyer, do we ever you trust know, the pick Steelers whoever the replacement level quarterback you want to talk about. But then, yeah, at home, he's an MVP candidate. So I don't know, like, this has just been a trend for like since 2014. So at some point, you just have to kind of accept that he's just not good on the road, right?
1: Yeah, uh, that's you know uh, that's just who he is at this point. So, yeah, it, I think the big story is will the Fitz magic continue? And if you look at the Steelers defense, probably he'll at le- he should at least have a productive game. Like if you just look at what, how Pittsburgh's defense has done this year. I mean, it's not like...
0: Yeah, and I looked for all the scouting I wrote about this best week best about offensive basically, offensive basically Mahomes' is a start, Fitzpatrick's ever. start. Maybe. By the way, they're both... <laughs> Tyree Kills, so I, I think Mahomes is, is basically, his a AYA is like of 14, line, right?
1: Fitzpatrick uh, never, is like 15. Um,
0: Through two weeks, week. no quarterback. But Since the rule changes for defensive you know, pass it, interference I just, in I 2004,
1: don't, I want to say, has ever thrown
0: higher than 12.
1: So these are two, the two by
0: far best starts to a season in 15 years, right? Um, but when I looked at the top 20, like starts, you know, in this era of football, um, the numbers do decline, but basically what ends up happening is you're you're probably going like eight and three the rest of the way. Like there's some injury luck and stuff involved. You're probably missing three games in general as a quarterback um, in this league. So, you know, you're probably winning twice as many games or almost three times as many games as you're losing if you have a hot start like this. And then, um, in terms of from like week three to week 17 football, you're probably going to have finished the season with a top eight, um, pass rate. So like what we should expect now from Fitzpatrick, if we're just blindly looking at fast starts like he's had, um, is probably something like what, uh, Phillip rivers had last year, like that type of number. Um, and that, that's pretty good. Like most teams would take 2017 Philip rivers, you know? So Buc- Buccaneers might be like a sleeper. Like they're the only two and O team in the South, right? Yeah. I mean, they might be like sleeper playoff team. Just keep this in mind. I don't want to go all the way in on it, but if if they can get it this week and then something weird happens in the South, I don't know. I could be all in on. them.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm, <laughs> Yeah. Right. Everyone else is one And, and one.
0: you you gotta remember, like, the Buccaneers are playing a fourth place schedule in the NFC, which is very important when we have awful teams like the Cardinals, um, a team without a quarterback in the Chicago Bears, right? Got when you when you can face teams like yeah, that, I mean, the Washington yeah, Redskins, kind of, which kinda just choked up the I, ball. I yeah, or no, they, it, uh, the Giants, the Giants like, were the fourth-place team in the
1: East. Op, like, the, They're the, awful at the quarterback, too. Game, so, like, every
0: game in the NFC together. is really, really, so, like, really, really hard win, other than the fourth-place schedule. The Panthers, and like, if, if Table can just kind of devour yeah. that schedule, I, I could totally see them end up ending up, like, I don't know, 11-5 or something like that and ended up getting, you know, the NFC South spot in the playoffs. Yeah, Rich Gannon two point oh. Like th- that's the only other time that we've really seen this happen was Rich Gannon. So if it does happen, that's probably the comparison that you're going to hear a lot. And it was kind of the same type of situation where they had a bunch of wide receiver talent there too, right? Like Rich Gannon wasn't doing it by himself.
1: Yeah, that, I mean that makes sense. I mean I just don't think anyone expected Fitzapp this year, which is why it's so jarring. Like to talk about. Oh my god, the Bucks are they have a pretty good chance to be in first place in the MC South. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're not good.
1: Yep. Uh yeah, so I, I think I said I'm gonna take the Bucks plus one point five. Yeah, so I'm gonna stick with that. Um, Fitzpatrick just playing lights out. The Steelers defense kind of stinks, and yeah, that's it. Like even though they're on the road, Big Ben All right. still have a, a good game because the Bucks pass defense is.
0: Often. This is what we should do. Actually, this is what we should do. Oh, yeah. We should do Which one is, more. Kind of like what's, the, the, what's the Thursday night game like this week? The I think it's Vikings way. Rams. We should talk about that because I, I, I
1: trust Pat Mahomes. History says guys we're not going to gonna record not <laughs> not before the, the, next the Thursday guys night guys game. All right, so the Vikings Rams. I mean, you're still playing with these, these are the best two teams in the FC. I don't really know what else to say other than this is going to be refund and probably a you know playoff will Just keep seeing what happens as we move through the season. So that's gonna conclude episode or what? Do you have Okay. Not gonna before Thursday. Right. Yeah, I mean if any if this game ended up being the like a preview for the NFC Championship game, I don't I don't think we'd be surprised. Uh Wow, it's going to be fun. It's going to be like a, a like rare Good, fun good scheduling, mattering like, I mean, for a league. No one gets up this weekend to kind this of play play One, one like thing like I'm going like, to write about, no one gets to you two steal it. The premier is like in the, game the first week of November. Two of I talked of to the the you about this. Better line. offenses in the um, league right now. It's the only the second time Brady plays Rodgers. That's going to be a really fun game, hopefully it's not like tough. Like, Rodgers is, like, 35,
0: actually, and Brady's, well, like, like the 41. The offense, the People widely consider to them to at least be, be contending a, you know, for um, the title of the greatest quarterback of all right time.
1: And the fact that the, the NFL has basically
0: given us two of these games in what amounts to, like, 15 years just seems very dumb. The NFL is scheduling completely wrong. Again, no one gets to steal this
1: idea because I'm writing about it that week, but... <sighs>
0: five star reviews we have two pod we have a podcast that has more five star reviews than two peter king podcasts. i want that on the record peter king is a uh criminal he does not disclose advertisements it's ridiculous he should not be a part of this program he was like he, this yeah. is beneath them or right. something like this is beneath so, that that type of program that
1: concludes episode 81 and a half <sighs> no, the edge we back Uh, next week. I don't know. Can't promise you when, because I don't know. We're millennials. (laughs) (laughs) What did he say about Josh Gordon again? Like, like they should not be in business with Josh Gordon. (laughs) Yep, yeah, uh <laughs> <laughs> I thought he would cry. Uh so yeah, episode 81 and a half in the books, five star, we'll be back at some point.